How long gone is here? It's a Sunday morning here in Glendale. Cloudy. It, it was raining yesterday. Tomorrow, you're listening today on Monday. Of course, it's a beautiful day wherever you are in this crazy world of ours, isn't it? The world is crazy. I, I've made a trek, the beautiful uh, pre-planned community of Glendale, uh, to visit Jason and his pre-planned community. What the fuck does that, that was? Mean? A, that was a joke. I'll fuck if, you up, bro. Because uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm giving you a real knuckle sandwich on lavash. I'm I'm here uh, in Glendale. Uh, this is gonna be the last IRL for a while, so I'm I'm glad we could make this work. Sorry about chewing, y'all. On this beautiful Sunday, um, there's a lot happening in the world. Um, first and foremost, uh, friend of the show Ben Shelton is up four three. After mm -hmm. taking the first set against uh, hot American Tommy Paul, mm -hmm. and um, you know, fingers crossed that that Ben takes this one. We're we're podcasting during the match, so t so he could be. This will be his third U.S. Open win yes. once he takes this. Yes, the guy's hot right now. He's hot right now, and, and if he beats Tommy Paul's ranked 14th. Tommy Tommy Paul, it's it would be. Oh wow, it'd be a big. That'd be upsetting for him. It would be upsetting, and I did. I I was telling you this earlier, but Tommy Paul um, does have the hottest chick on tour, the hottest wag on tour could you explain what wag means for our uninitiated listeners please it's a, it's a term that started obviously with the british footballers and its wives and girlfriends of athletes mm -hmm. um but you know we hear a lot of, a lot about taylor fritz's like tiktok influencer big lip girlfriend tommy paul's girlfriend's like the better version of that who sits in better outfits and doesn't make TikToks that I know about. Okay, I just I had to scroll down to January 25th to see a photo of her Paige Lorenz with an E at the end, not to be confused with Taylor. Oh, she might be an actress or something. What does she do? Does it say? <sighs> she is the founder of Dairy Boy and oh. Dairy Boy Kitchen. Yes. Dairy yes. Boy. What the fuck is yes. Dairy I've Boy? I've heard of Dairy Boy, but I, I didn't know. I don't know what it is, but I've heard of it because the name is really funny. Okay. It looks. I'm, I'm on Dairy Boy right now. So Dairy Boy Kitchen, they share home-cooked meals and the fa their favorite recipes with you. So it looks like um, Okay. that's like a food blog. She okay. made steak tacos and pico which I guess is how a blonde chick says pico de gallo. <laughs> She's like, that last part, I can't pronounce, so I'm just going to stick with pico. She also made a carrot salad. And uh, yeah, it's carrots, olive oil, lemon, garlic powder, and maple syrup. Is it shaved carrots? Bitch. Like, are they I like her. So far, so good. Nasty. Okay, Dairy Boy. It just says dairyboy.com. She has an Urban Outfitters collab. It looks like they it's a, it's a sporty and rich ripoff is all it is. I like the name. Yeah, I mean, you better be listening, Dairy Boy. Dairy Boy, send Jason the pack. I need the pack. He Damn. needs the pack, but she's bad though. I mean, I'm I'm interested because of the name Dairy Boy. I know. I'm sure there's a deep meaning behind it, but I don't know for maybe. Gonna... Well, it looks like they make candles. Are they milk shaped? No, but you can make milk candles, milk, right? <laughs> Yeah, girl. I went to get Momofuku. I went to Momofuku milk. last night to get the candle milk cookie. I gotta say, it was delicious. <laughs> she, she, they have a great camo hat. I see that. It's it's funny because I, I you, Jason okay, just showed me a on. photo of her modeling the camo hat, and it didn't seem like the camo hat was kind of the focus of the image. It wasn't the hero image. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't the hero image of the image of the hero. Okay, image. so Dairy Boy. All right. Well, look, we anyway, want we're, we're digressing. Ben Sheldon, this is the gone effect. He has one sit down chat with us for the great people over at on running as well as office magazine and look what's happening he hits 147 mile per hour serve that's the fastest in history that's the fastest serve in history just hours, hours. after sitting on my lap and me asking him questions it's, about it seems what kind of car do you have it seems like maybe if he gets further mm -hmm. that we should kind of as a good luck charm get the invite to the box you know it there's there's no <laughs> other factor I, Does you know. he have a box? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, they they all have whatever. They all have ten tickets or twenty tickets, mm -hmm. you know. And like, you get the lanyard with the fucking. I know, but the coaches they sit so far away, you you can't even hear what they're saying. I don't care about what the coaches are doing. But I'm saying if if his coach, his I want dad. I want to have better seats than what his team has. Oh, because there's like the rich people who get to sit front row, blah blah blah, and then. It's a, it's a thing that people are complaining about a lot, how the coaches yeah. and the team 
have to sit so far away they can't hear the instructions yeah. i mean u.s open is a fucking business if we can sell the ticket for 2500 mm. we're gonna give we ain't gonna give it away to the team it's true they should put them down honestly they should be on if, if you're able to coach now which you are just put them fucking next to the the I mean, bench like who cares? To the choir. you know what difference does it make but yeah. yeah good luck good luck ben we would love to and, see you and chris and i are going to go play tennis today after we podcast for one of the first times in a long time for the first time in a long time the right? first time we're going to play tennis with each other uh for free <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's usually a branded opportunity yeah if it's if it's a branded opportunity it's a paid opportunity then we will be able but i'm excited because i i just in new york it's just such a pain in the ass and even though like Mm. matt and nathan all those guys like play all the time i could go with them it's just like i don't know dude it's like get in the car and drive mm -hmm. 45 minutes it's just too much get crammed into the back seat of a vintage volvo yeah exactly with like, a bunch of graphic designers exactly, exactly. And there's going to be so much iced coffee how, spilling on my knees how many ll bean totes can fit in one vintage mercedes oh. i don't know mm. oh can you move the roxy music tapes before you sit down <laughs> Oh, you like Roxy too? <laughs> uh, no, but but yeah, we're gonna play tennis. I'm excited to play tennis. Uh, I'm going back to New York uh, tomorrow for the big NYFW, and mm -hmm. we've got this the J Crew party that that's being played uh, by none other than New York's own The Strokes mm -hmm. on Tuesday night. Um, if Saw a great photo of Julian posted on Instagram yesterday, where he's wearing a leather New York Mets hat, mm -hmm. and I was like, yes, keep. I know it, him and I are having a, a reverse Benjamin Button, where I'm looking like he looked. I'm I'm looking good now, and he looks like me when I was 22. Yeah, like trying he, to he, emulate him. Yeah, we've we're we've done a full flippy floppy. I mean, I I'm very. I just wear suits all day, get my dick sucked. He. <laughs> He's wearing a leather New York Mets hat. Leather hat feels like the most Julian Casablanca's garment that could ever have been made. It no, makes but sense. it's it's in a it's in like a Jim Jones kind of way. Like and, and he's you know, always he's, he's always worn a flat brim. He's always liked an ugly flat brim. I know, I know. But I mean, in terms of my fashion journey, I haven't worn you know a, a, a fitted leather cap since it's cool that Jason saying this because you guys can't see him right now but i he's wearing his <laughs> Eckhouse lotter shorts i'm wearing brown Eckhouse lotter shorts and a brown polo those aren't shirt brown first of all those are more of a burnt orange what is burnt orange if not a brown <laughs> they're on the spectrum <laughs> but you're not wrong full disclosure it is giving orange i mean you are on the spectrum i totally get that and i think your clothes should reflect your mental state spectrum dicks and bomb dick um Julia, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see them play in this environment. And if you're not on the list, um, I'm sorry. Don't contact me. There's only so many places on the on the. There's floor only plan. so many places. What's the venue? Though? It's 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 South Street Seaport, where the original J Crew store was. So oh. it's like outside, outdoors. How's our weather? Weather's great. It's gonna be warm, but it's like nice, no uh, rain. How many songs do you think they're contracted for? Is it like 30 minutes set? Probably. I feel like it's longer, honestly. I feel like it could be 45. Okay. 45 is all i want of anyone basically yeah yeah like yeah, that's the sure. max so i feel that 30 feels a little light 45 mm -hmm. feels perfect but i'm excited well, to go all back. my all my love and heart goes out to j crew you guys rule feel free to send over some clothes for me i'm always i'm always down to we're flat, really trying to, to we've tried to work you in a few times because we want to tell a story to our big and tall consumers that we're here for you and it just I'm hasn't worked big it hasn't worked out yet, but you're hippie, but it will happen in the near future. I'm telling you, I'm working on it. And the team is on board. No, they're I'm, big Vim Jeans fans. Yes. Look, this is all lip service, brother. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't fill up my love tank. That's nothing but hot air. I but understand. Speaking of me being hippie, I, I took. <laughs> speaking of, please. Yes, go on. I went over to see my custom tailor Robert Lim yesterday uh -huh. in uh, in K Town. My my favorite man. I love yeah. I love that you have so many different Asians working for you in your life. <laughs> it's usually me working for them. That's true. That's a good point. Um, and I I have I have a pair of these Armani trousers that I've worn for a long time. And what you your your eyebrows are raised. Ben took the second set. Go ahead. <clears throat> Oh, I love this play-by-play -play -oh, going on. Two O. In the How long on ticker? Two O is big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you went to get some Armani trousers, 
So I, I have some Armani trousers that I got on the real real a few years ago, and I love them. I get compliments on them all the time. They fit me great. There is, you know, every every ten years you find a perfect shirt or a pair of pants where it just works with mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. People compliment it all the time, and these are those pants. And I know that at some point they're going to become, you know, maybe a little too threadbare for a formal, you know. I see where this is Armani going. dress pants. So I took them in replicate and uh, yeah i said run it back turbo <laughs> he said oh so i picked out a couple of fabrics well my wife picked out a couple of fabrics that i'm allowed to wear and uh i kiboshed a couple of hers she said what about this green and i said green pants no i'm willing to go kermit mode but i wouldn't do that here Dep- Not with if, this if it was silhouette. more of like a car hardy kind of wor- kind of work pant or this like, is more of a flowing trouser it needs to be a, this is a, a wider neutral. leg flowing trouser yeah yeah so i did i think i did like a, a cool grayish thing mm-hmm. and then i did like a dark navy blue that has the faintest whisper of a little bit of a peen stripe and i actually just got a suit from j crew to wear to the event a chalk stripe suit in a similar oh, similar fashion great minds so how much how much is two pairs of these going to hit you for 600 that's good stuff i should i should check this guy out even though i'm available to buy designer clothing right off the rack and put it on and wear it out yeah there's nothing better than custom you know it it's it's really one of the like so many things in life like like flying first class or any of the luxuries that we can hopefully afford one day once you do it it's so hard to go back once you put on a pair of pants that are made for your wet little body and you don't need a belt mm. it's all it's just comfortable you're paying yeah. an extra hundred dollars two hundred dollars to just feel well this is so the, this is the issue with the way that suits specifically were sold to us as like an uncomfortable thing you have to wear yeah. to like work mm. and the reality is if it fits you it's more comfortable than fucking jeans sold to us by who nike no like big fitness i think it's like there, people that gave up no, it's just I think that suits are considered to be uncomfortable. That's yeah. where people's head goes, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. and it's just not if it's actually made for you or even just like well tailored for you. It's more yeah. comfortable than most clothes you're going to wear. I've said it many times. It feels like I'm wearing some silk pajamas when I'm walking around with my custom made suit. We should get you a pair of silk pajamas. That's a good idea. What am I going to do with silk pajamas? I don't know. You wear it. I mean, you're wearing the ugliest shorts I've ever seen right now. What's the difference? If I get some red silk. <laughs> <laughs> red silk shorts what am i a fucking a professional boxer nothing cooler than like a silk boxer sh- like a valentine's day silk boxer short with some hearts on it gone are the days who's the last person to do that ross from friends probably is the last ross. person and back in the days when when guys would have boxer shorts that for some reason went down to their knees in almost the knee, grazing the knee i mean i love to lounge around the house in a pair of classic brooks brothers boxers like that because they're Thought basically ass. like you got like you shorts. have a g-string on underneath it the tom ford g-string sticks out <laughs> out the back i got the whale tail coming through for the ladies let's pay some bills i gotta go rubbing uh <laughs> gotta go um, rubbing yeah ha- yeah we have a lot to talk about sorry we got sidetracked with tennis oh lastly i also speaking of throwing money at the problem for comfort i bought new underwear arcteryx oh okay arcteryx underwear they cost more than the Tom Ford underwear. You're making too much money. We we're, we got it. You're buying underwear that's fifty a pair. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I wouldn't even do that. In fact, I would say that's irresponsible spending. And I I rarely say something like that. Well, here's my justification. <laughs> I don't buy any clothes ever. Hardly ever. I I buy clothes once a year, and I'll buy like three or four things, and that's it. And then everything else is given to me. I'm much more likely to wear free shit than you are, but blah, blah, blah. But just certain things where it's like, you know, if, if Calvin Klein boxers are like 20 bucks a pair, the Tom Fords are 40, but for $10 more, it, they just fit you perfectly. You feel amazing. There's, you don't, it's like second skin. So you're approaching boxer shorts the way I approach parking at concerts. The more, the more it costs, the better it is. Well, it, uh, I would I would love to find a cheaper alternative that works just as well. But it just there's nothing like. But that. if it exists, I haven't. It hasn't come across. How, so my how desk. many pairs did you cop at once for fifty? For fifty? Four. And I already had a couple pair. So I I I have a pair for every day of the week. Okay. More or less. Okay. And okay. And I was talking. Uh, this stemmed from t- uh, talking about Patagonia underwear with a friend. Or uh, it's uh, good, right? Yeah, I, I randomly got a bunch of Patagonia credit. It was like almost 10 years ago, and I just went 
and I, I had like 50% off and I just bought everything. I'm like, Patagonia underwear? Fuck it. Let's do it. And then somebody on Instagram was like, oh, I, I still have Patagonia underwear from the 90s that I wear and they're in perfect condition. And I was like, you know what? I have a pair of Patagonia underwear from like 10 years ago that are, they look brand new. Like the construction. Damn, that's impressive. Smell, I mean, like, I would expect nothing they look, less. They look amazing. And I'm like, first of all, I'm judging like, you're wearing underwear that's like decades old. That's loco, but I know that sounds like something my dad would do, but my dad's have holes in it and peanut M and M's pattern. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like peanut M and M. Well, how those peanut M and M's get down in my britches? <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying he spilled them. I'm saying the pattern is peanut M and M. I'm saying you got the characters. They're they're representing. The you know they're a little blown like out. Like he bought them at the M M&M and M store in Times Square. No, nah, they're nah, probably not even that. Probably got them at the local Macy's. It's not even you oh, don't even got are nice. Nice, good stuff. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions... Speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 Per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step (laughs) to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. But the the justification is I'll, I will wear $50 underwear but I'm wearing them with a pair of shoes that were sent to me for free, a pair of jeans that Ben Edgar gifted me, and a, a, a Palms tennis rugby shirt. You know, I'm wearing a thousand dollars worth of clothes, and I, I spent fifty dollars on it. I I, I like this just for listeners at home. I'm dabbing right now, and I think you're right. I think that that underwear is something. That's, obviously, we're a Calvin Klein household. I could never deviate. Um, but what size do you wear? Large? Yeah. The problem is though, I bought medium in bulk. At one point, because I was like, oh, they're like a little tighter, but they hold harder on my thigh. And then I was like, wait, this is this like hurts a little bit. I, I sized up to extra large. Yeah. Even though I have as much ass as a five-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, you're looking flat but back it was, there. But it's like, I it, it's, once you get older, you start to learn about your body and the proportions. And like sometimes 
sizing up is a better it's thing. It's better. Yeah, it's better. Sometimes sizing up is better. Like, it, I always think about, we had that one writer on the podcast, seemingly like a year ago. I forgot his name. He was friends with Ryan O'Connell, gay writer guy, kind of spicy. But we, he, we were talking about when you get older, you know your body. Sam Lansky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was talking about when you're, especially when you're like a vain gay person who takes, you know, shirtless photos all the time, you really know your body and you know your angles. And I was, and I was mentioning to him, like sometimes for your body type, you, it's better to like stick your belly out versus suck it Mm. in, which is what you would typically think one would do for a photo. Your, your overall body might look better if you stick your stomach out versus sucking it in. And, and that's such an insane realization backwards thinking and something like that only comes to mind with with the age you know what i mean of course yeah you're so wise jason Uh, that's not what i was fishing for i know you weren't but i'm gonna give it to you anyway we okay i'm not wise i'm just old there's a lot going on besides jason buying new underwear um (laughs) there's there's a lot happening and look i give the people what they want people are demanding that we comment on a few things that have been going on and i just want to reiterate guys to all the people listening to this podcast we love you you don't need to tell me about burning man happened like our team of writers (laughs) shares it with us like i i am on the internet more than any of you and i know everything and there's nothing you're going to put me on to i've said this a million times but the tabby thing and the burning man thing were so big that my mom knows about them you don't need to you don't need to alert us to these things we know about them you but you are allowed to say hey I hope you talk about this. Can't wait until they inevitably talk about this, but not. No, I would say I would say no to that too. But okay, go ahead. Okay. But so okay, so Burning Man, the 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 festival that gathers the worst people in the world in a in a playa, a a desert. Yeah. To celebrate, kind of being rich, but also like metaphysical and not <laughs> like for one weekend you leave your tesla and your house in the hills mm-hmm. and you kind of live off the land but the land is a half million dollar rv that you rented mm-hmm. and you brought your own chef and then you see a diplo set yeah so i th- i think burning man the like many th- things in the world the original inception of it was a good positive thing it was just a bunch of weirdos who were into like industrial fabrication like it's b- guys building it- crazy stuff out in the desert doing yes. drugs and then freaking out and living in a society where there's no transactions everything or no no dollars being exchanged oh there's some transactions happening <laughs> i tell you what there's some mud dick going down right now there's mud dick um titties all muddy mud dick sounds like a song from utopia <laughs> travis scott's utopia yes yes um but and then like every other thing it was ruined by tech bros and now it seems like 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 everything that you just said i think tech bros are the problem but i also think there's other rich bros yeah it's like i think tech guys are bad they get but they get a lot of they get a lot of blame because they're easy to identify but i think there's even a worse subset of burning man attendee and it's like people that actually don't have that much money but prioritize this because they think it's that important every year (laughs) that's way worse to me you think so Chris Rock going to Burning Man is pathetic loser. Like post divorce, I'm searching for myself. He's behavior. an ayahuasca junkie, but it's not as bad as some guy who's like, "This is it. Every year I look forward to this. I I, I don't. I go think to- that's sweet. No, it's not sweet. It's pathetic. It's loser shit because you think you're gonna have your third eye opened and you're gonna come back and be a different person, but you're just gonna come back with less money and more mm. mud on your hokas. Yeah, I think that type of person should try to make every day burning man instead of just one week out of the of your hellish year so what has happened at burning man because it's in this flat desert the playa happened climate change as they call it climate change happened it happened mother nature is angry it rained at burn it rained at burning man yeah i mean we've the 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 western seaboard has been slammed by bad weather you know vegas palm springs and even other parts of nevada like here and I think they just got smacked with a with a shitload of rain. I don't even think it was that. I think it was like one night of rain. Hey, well, over there, it's, That's all it's it flash flood zone. Oh, of course, over there so, on the playa. But it, but it has like a special kind of dirt, like a high pH kind of very fine minerally kind of clay like dirt. Yeah, something you would maybe put on your face to get those pores a little smaller. Um, yeah, 
and that would appear on my on my Instagram stories ad. I swipe that Jack Henry clay out of here, <laughs> even though I love you guys. You guys are the so the mud has has it's so thick that it's almost like a quicksand esque yeah exactly situation a quagmire. So now they're they're saying no one can leave. And it's going to be four days before they're able to get out because it needs. It's going to take that long to dry. Sounds like COVID in China. Exactly. Locking the doors from this the is, outside. This in. is the wet market, and the it's <laughs> oh it's, shit. It, mm-hmm. Burning like, Man. Uh huh. It's a barter system in the wet mar- The wet market has a barter system. Yeah, exactly. Everything has a barter system. That's so good. these um, bozos who who were going away to party and trade, you know, uh ketamine for hot dogs are <laughs> are stuck in this desert for 4 days and the and they, I'll trade you this cactus plant flea market smoothie for some little piece of head. <laughs> just come on, come on. It's burning man. Uh, and but it, but everyone's so high it's just a drawing of the cactus plant. Yeah, it's, it's a flea market it's, smoothie. It's a sketch. I and put somebody's t- like, "Wow, how'd you get this all the way here? It didn't melt." It's crazy. My, the iPad pin is really accurate. Uh, <laughs> so so they're stuck and they're stuck. They don't have kind of the necessities to survive for 4 days, like food, water, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. <laughs> Uh, you know the Robin Hood app isn't loading. There's lots of problems <laughs> out in the desert, and yeah, a lot of digital wallets are <laughs> yeah, vulnerable I, I to. Cannot, they're prone. I'm, they're in the prone position right now. Mom, mom, I'm so glad I got you. No, I'm out of food and water, but I need you to check my digital wallet and see where I we're have at. a. I have a USB stick. Mom, listen, <laughs> the USB stick is plugged into Tower Four. I need you to remove it now. Okay, so if you go in the closet, there's a lockbox on the ground. <laughs> move past the watches and the cash and there's a usb drive i need you to plug that in to my my tower and i need you to read me the numbers that come up on the screen. <laughs> damn but so that's probably happened before so this is happening this is all happening and everyone's be- pissed because they can't leave and they're stuck and and apparently some the government or the, the national guard or someone has said you guys have to shelter in place the, the the fact that shelter in place has been brought back for this bullshit is amazing. Shelter in place is triggering for all of us because of the fake COVID nineteen. Yeah, to hysteria. me, they're, they're, these are all the so the, the 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 very first version of this verbose to use a word you said earlier, <laughs> where it's like unnecessary words going on. I remember when when every DJ when every like party flyer would say live dj sets from yes yes them yes, jeans yes, and people yes. and eventually everyone's was like i think it's implied that you're going to be there like it's not going to be like a pre-recorded yes we're not going to show a, we're not, yeah. <laughs> not going to wheel a tv out with a vcr and play a video of Diplo. Dude, daft punk was sick last <laughs> night i mean it was on a 40 inch but like so there's a live set. there's the and then there's the act there's an active shooter Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. As opposed to a shooter who's decided to take a nap at the school. Well, I guess when I would refer to you as my shooter, uh-huh. that means you're my man, my like right hand. It doesn't mean you're actively killing anyone. No one's ever been like, dude, there's a shooter at the mall. And it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is he active? <laughs> Hold on. What's he doing? Is he active? Is he get or is he at Sabaro? Which one is he doing? He could be moving around a little more peppier. I see. I see. And then and then shelter in place, as if like how else do you shelter? I have a shelter. Yeah. I only have one. I, I'm assuming I'm not going to shelter outside. I'm the also place. upset, and I've seen a little chatter about this, that, uh, you know, when not, when national disasters of this scale happen, what happened in Maui? What, what's happening? Yeah. You know, when disasters happen, usually the president of the United States flies in uh-huh. and kind of walks around for a photo op and is also kind of checking out the severity of the situation so he can throw go. a couple of uh, loaves of bread <laughs> like football exactly throw, <laughs> so he can go back to washington and sit with the leadership and get some help you know what i mean uh-huh and apparently joe I've, I've looked and i've watched and i've listened but apparently joe biden isn't anywhere near the playa and i'm finding that <laughs> you know because i think obama and michelle might be there just partying but they're not because they're not currently in office they can't really help in the same way that that yeah good joe can Obama's only there to try to find Sasha and Malia. Yeah, he's like, Sasha, <laughs> uh, Sasha, put down the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha's been hanging out with different 
different members of Kygo's <laughs> Kygo's team, and I just don't, I just don't like it. I don't, I don't, I don't trust his investment skills. I've been okay. So this is all going on, and it's obviously been an amazing it's a, it's a it's a natural disaster it's a natural disaster and it's it, like most natural disasters it's turned into amazing fodder for comedy on the uh twitter x platform yes there's been some great stuff but nobody likes i mean everybody likes nothing more than a bunch of rich people doing something stupid and then something bad happens. America so loves the fire fest is the yeah, last time something like America this happened. loves this but so there's there's someone there's a writer at the new yorker Emily Nussbaum, mm. who's like a known narc tweeter. That's Michael her, Jordan of narcs. That's her vibe. And she tweeted this morning. But what about this angle? I've never been to Burning Man, but it sounds like a fun, wild festival. And I have friends who do go every year. Mm -hmm. And I get why everyone is making jokes, but it bums me out. It seems like an upsetting and scary situation. The people I know make art projects and treat it as an intense once-a-year retreat with friends in the wilderness. They've gone for years. They plan ahead. It isn't a fly-by-night thing. Not that it would be okay for anyone to get hit by a monsoon. Anyway, <laughs> I hope no one gets hurt. And I would just like to say <laughs> that, like, how can you not find this funny? It's an unnecessary gathering of bozos to party in a desert. It's This isn't important. Like, no one needs to go to this. This isn't, this isn't NATO. This isn't, you know what I mean? This isn't like a gathering of the best minds. This is barely a financial times conference. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? This is just idiots with money getting together to party in the desert. How could you pretend to care what happens to them? And if they're your friends, maybe reevaluate why they're your friends. I don't yeah. have friends at Burning Man. I bet you do because you come from the EDM community, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah, I, well, I, and also if, you, if you're the type of person who's been going to Burning Man for years, and you loved what it was at one time. Sure. And now you see how younger generations have sort of ruined it and sucked the entire ethos out of it. And it's imploded on itself like so many other things in this world. You know, like I used to go to Coachella every year. And now you hit a certain age and you're like, the same for me. This is not the same Coachella that I signed up for. This is not the same. You know, there's so many things where like the time has passed and it's sort of on you to be like, you know what? Maybe I'll start a new Burning Man where it's just like the the older generation where I'm gonna you get a welding torch and I'm gonna build a a praying mantis out of a old Saturn view and I'm gonna fucking haul ass around and get some pussy. Yes. Whatever, you know. Yes. And and not like, oh, my, my private jet is gonna fly in. Take it back my to the security bones. team. <laughs> yeah, take no, it back. But tweets like that, every time something like this happens, there's always someone who's like, I just don't think it's very funny. People are hurt. And it's right. like, you know what? It is fucking funny. And it's okay to laugh at other people's pain when it's Burning Man. Yes. That's just what it is. And I'm sorry. And, I can't help it. And it, it's, it, it is ripe to make jokes. The premise is irres irresistible. It's irresistible. But also, don't act as if every tweet joke is like, I want Them these dead. people no. to yeah. die. It's like when I got killed for making fun of how unfunny the writer's strike signs were. Right, That's a right, fact. Right. They're mm -hmm. not funny. Mm -hmm. They're not funny. It's a fact. Just agree with me and don't make it about pay. It has nothing to do with pay. Mm -hmm. It's saying that this is these aren't funny signs. Mm -hmm. No one wants anyone at Burning Man to die, but also it's funny to laugh at the fact that their Jeep Wrangler can't make it out of the mud <laughs> while they're while they're blasting the chain smokers on the subwoofer. Like it's funny. It is funny. Um yeah, I mean, it's when I was watching the Firefest documentary, like how do you not enjoy it? I mean, it's it's literally just like it's like chemistry. It's like hydrogen and oxygen yeah, together and you make water. It's like, it's like this is great. You get a bunch of we rich ass shitty people and they agree to do this really dumb thing and then a, a bunch of funny terrible shit happens to them and they have to eat, you know, grilled cheese sandwiches that were made 5 days ago. Yeah. And they're all fucked up. Like that's just Imagine imagine just if this was a Republican uh Republican Party getaway and this happened. Mm -hmm. What would be happening? This this would not be like a well guys, I think this is actually bad. It mm -hmm. would be like, yeah, these motherfuckers burn. I hope you die. <laughs> it's like no one it's just it's it's all insane. Well, do you think that there is an Ebola outbreak? That is one of the one of the conspiracies or rumors floating around that the reason why they're quarantining everybody is there's an Ebola outbreak. Yeah. If if Burning Man 
brought back Ebola, kind of a vintage disease. Yeah. Um, I think that would be cool and funny. And like, I don't think that it's out of the question that it could be festering there. Yeah. Well, I don't even remember what Ebola does to you. All right. I think it makes you, um, you're unable to keep anything down. I think it's like you literally like rot away. Right. Vomiting, blood. Okay. Mental confusion, sore throat, redness of skin. Um, but also it's like very fatal, right? Yeah, it can be. So pray for Chris Rock. Pray for friend of the show, Diplo. Um, yeah, they were able to get plucked out. Oh, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm that Burning Man. This is kind of what happens. This is great for everyone. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys make it out alive. But if you don't, you know, life maybe, comes at you fast. Maybe lessons are learned. Yeah, maybe lessons are learned. Maybe, maybe some of these rich guys will be like, I still have. I still have more platforms to create. I can't risk my life like this every year. Or just do Burning Man in a different place. Yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we it do is Burning a lot Man of people. in Miami. Actually, it's kind of it seems good there. I mean, we know we I've talked about this a bunch lately about you know the exclusivity. Like Burning Man is like over seventy thousand people. Okay. Like that's just too many people. Yeah. Like if you can, if you let that many people into anywhere there's gonna be a problem it's gonna suck there's gonna be a problem like the the ratio of cool good people that deserve to be there versus shitty ass people who are gonna make it bad 80 20 yeah it's all fucked up and then that should make the 20s the rare minority of goods be like you know what well it's all yours that's why soho house exists so thank you for that like that's (laughs) that's what the that 20 percent just go right to Soho House Nashville. You'll get taken care of. It's more exclusive. You know, it's more exclusive. Yeah. Um, they do have a really cool crowd at Soho House. It's super cool. The other thing that's been going on, Jason, that took the internet by storm yesterday is this this tabby thief. Swiper. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists you get one that you really like you guys are gossiping you guys are chit-chatting you guys are talking about your personal interests next thing you know it's time to actually do the work so it feels good building those uh mental health relationships with people you actually like and on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from i don't like anyone if you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash long. Nice. Career World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard. The New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States, with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography. The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding the tour continues with late night food adventures in los angeles my hometown and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from new york city to portland who are putting modern spins on korean classics recipes include giant short ribs whole fried smash rockfish and pineapple kimchi fried rice i'm sad i didn't get to name the foods and you did (laughs) korea world is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food available wherever books are sold if you're if you're not familiar with tabbies, it's a it's a classic Margiela footwear where the toe is split like a hoof. Mm-hmm. Um, very popular among the kind of septum piercing yeah. uh, crowd. 
and um, and, and Margella, they don't have the that technology patented, right? Like other shoe companies can make it, but it's sort of like if you don't have the Margella version, have, yeah. What's the I point? mean, the only other shoe that has ever made waves that had a similar thing was the Nike Rift, which was like a yeah, yeah, yeah. like a sandal type strap, and they would they made a Nike sock to go with it. Margella makes a the split toe sock. That's, that's it's actually kind of unprecedented because a, usually a trend like that will get adopted by every brand like yeah like a, a product it's tabby too, and a blah, it's blah, too blah. distinct it's too distinct what, I think. which i think is cool a real well that's the, a rare that's the genius of margella one of the greats mm-hmm. but the shoe it's also like the shoe is like the most even though it's so freaky it's kind of the most accessible thing they make sure in some sure. ways mm-hmm. um but there's a boot version there's a mary jane version i have a loafer version mm-hmm. there's there's several versions yeah um so this this woman um went on tiktok she had she had met a man on tinder she met a man irl well she'd met him on tinder and and then then they took it offline Mm -hmm. they went on one date and she was like this guy's cool i want to have casual sex with him yeah and he's hot he's hot he has a nose ring but i guess i can look past that Mm -hmm. men with nose rings think about it uh tuck it into the nostril take it otherwise you look insane all 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 nose rings male female non-binary take them out you want me to come tonight? Take him out. Pop it out for five minutes. I'm able. I'm able to look past Actually, your. No, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not mad at a, a, a septum on the right person. For I some hate reason. it. I hate all of it. Maybe it's because I had one and I'm traumatized. But the so they go on a second date. Well, she invites him over to the house because she's like, "We're smashing." That's the point of this. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. So they have they have intercourse after a night of you know chatting. Then they wake up the next morning. I think it's funny she didn't say how that went. She went wake up the next morning. He pipes again. Must have been all right. This is all word. This is all her her telling. So he got he gave her two hits. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. I mean, I'm keeping a mental tally. I would on, say you're the Mary Jane's personally, but we, we continue. Sort of where my logic is going. So the next morning, sweat equity. <laughs> he's putting on his clothes, and he's like, "Oh, I there's this Spotify playlist that I think you would really like." Give me your phone. I'll download it for you. Mm-hmm. He, she gives him her phone. He fucks around. He's like, oh, it's so weird. I can't find it. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves. You know, it's like, all right, cool. I'll see you later. You know, I, I leave. She apparently looks at her shoe shelf, which seems to be located in her living room, which is disgusting. NYC problems. It's New York life. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my, my roaches and rats. Tabby boots are here. My tabby Mary Janes are not here. They've talked about tabbies. He's talked about mm-hmm. how he loves them. She talks about, oh, I have multiple pairs. You know, yeah. she, you know, whatever. Which is a, you know, any any criminal like that, they can't resist talking about it. No, of course not. I can't stop talking about shoplifting. Pedophiles can't stop talking about chill, children's. It's the same thing. Tabby thieves can't. Tabby thieves can't be like. So, you know what I like? Tabby style shoes. This guy, she she's like where are they and she's like i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt she searches her house up and down she's looking in her suitcase under her bed everywhere mm-hmm. she can't find the tabbies she goes to message him on tinder i know this hot man didn't just steal my tabbies she met she goes to message him on tinder to to ask him like did you misplace my mary janes mm-hmm. i guess to my accuse. women's mary janes and he had unmatched her, which I guess means they can't communicate anymore. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, "You've been zapped, bitch." She's like, "Oh wait, we talked on the phone. I'll just, I'll just open it up and send him a text." Number deleted. Call history deleted. He had faked a Spotify lo-fi beats to study to playlist mm-hmm. to get on her phone. Good move. Delete his number. I have to give pro. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's a good move. A couple notes next time. If there is a next time for him, which I don't think there will be, he seems to be pretty outed. Uh, this feels like media. a West Elm Caleb situation, <laughs> but I yeah, forgot about the West Elm. Um, he should have an actual playlist. Totally, it's not that hard. No, to just any playlist pull up would have a playlist, done. type it in, and hit the follow button, and be like, and then show the phone to them. Your I your go, victim, put, like, oh, here it is. I put this new track track eleven on there. This well, not this is people sleep on this is a one, you know, something like that. Tinashe might be on there. New <laughs> Tinashe. You like Tinashe, right? Uh, so Bia. So and then I guess she kept clicking, and it seems like he had gifted these Mary Janes to his chick. Yeah. So unfortunately, that's what we call pushing our luck. Unfortunately, this guy is a legend, and also it's one of those situations where. 
the guy's picture, every gay guy is reposting it being like, can I say something without you guys yeah. getting mad? It was like the one... Um, <laughs> Ian Bradley was like, well... Yeah. <laughs> There was there was there was like the hot mugshot guy from whatever eight years yeah, ago. Or something legendary like that. hot mugshot. He guy. had the those blue piercing yeah. blue eyes. He married the heir to, heiress to Topshop. He's good for life. Is he an actor? No. Or he was like a model. He was a model afterwards. Yeah. Right. 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 But like Philip Pline model. He wasn't. You know. <laughs> Put walking. your piece up. But but a similar vibe of yeah. like this guy or this person, this criminal person is so attractive that. I really have no problem with the crime they've committed. It's like the mugshot shoddies yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram account. You know, it's like, like the, what are they what are they in for? You're like, okay, you didn't you didn't torture a cat. All you did was get a Dewey. Yeah. We're fine. We're fine with that. If, especially if you're wearing that tank top. So So I look at I look at his fine ass, great chiseled cheekbones, hairline on fleek, eyebrows on fleek, etc. I'm like, were the tabbies new or used? Yeah, no, hundred percent. Oh, they're used, well worn. Yeah. If he gave Judge you, Bang's gavel. Look, Ma, if he gave you good dick, charge it to the game. What do you think the resale value on those used Tabby Mary Janes are? Walking around New York City, all these roaches and rats. 300 bucks. Pissed, 300 maybe bucks. 300 large. That's a $300 bill. Depending, she could have dogs on her. Those could be a, a, a women's 12. There might not be a buyer. She, you know. We'll call it two, two to $300 of, of value there. I mean, I think she got... I think this is a fair deal. But this is unfortunately the society we live in where it's like <laughs> she would rather get the views on TikTok mm -hmm. than because also I think there's a thing now where people are like if something is embarrassing, they just own it, which I do appreciate. Yeah, that's cool. Where she's like, I'm embarrassed by this because I just got scammed by this motherfucker. But also it felt like she knew it was funny. Like it felt like she knew the whole mm. thing was. She did a good job with like the delivery. It well, was really I, well I, done. Whenever you're a person like that, I mean, many podcasters or many content creators, where all you're all you're looking for is something to bounce you off of. Yeah, totally. And if you're, she is clearly a very good storyteller, an engaging conversationalist. Yeah, she pushes it along. You know, I don't care about a, a stranger getting their shoes stolen. That's the least interesting story yes, I've ever heard. But it worked. I was hanging on the words just like everyone, everyone else in the world. No, it's, it's she, she. So I, I like she sees an opportunity. Yes, I, get the, I do too. I get to say, I just want my shoes back. Yeah. A common cry that we've all experienced. And then yeah. you get to you get to. Let, no, you're right. I think this could be this could be a jumping off point for a career for her uh, mm. is, is the reality. And I think everybody kind of wins. The guy is hot. More people know about him. More people have sex with him. Mm -hmm. She got her shoes back. Mm -hmm. Got honestly, this is a Seinfeld episode. A, incredible, she's, she's Jerry Seinfeld. Incredible notoriety online. She's probably getting a higher level of suitor. She might even be getting you know brands reaching out trying to figure out what to do with her. Dairy boys probably in the yeah. DMs. Dairy boys, like, yo, what do we pack. send the hat to? King? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dairy boys sent her a three pack. So it's three it's, pack. It's a win win for everyone. Um, and it gave us great entertainment. It was actually, a, it's kind of like a nice, wholesome story in some ways because there's no victim. She got her shoes back. They had sex. She didn't say the sex was bad, so it means that it was good. The only victim is the criminal. His, his, uh, he's got some splitting to do. I mean, because it's like, babe, I had to fuck her to get the tabbies. And she's like, well, you know, I would you could also buy them for me. Well, he probably worked at Vice or something. He's you never like, know. Nah. Yeah, but I see, I'm, a, I'm a little, I'm a little light this month. I didn't know Tabby's was hitting like that. <laughs> no, it was a good, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. I, she was. <laughs> I had to fuck her. She's the only person who had them in your size. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the essence sales over. What do you want me to do? They can't keep a nine on the shelves. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I we didn't talk about. Um, our Friday night trip to Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, that's right. With a uh, friend of the show, Eric Warheim. Um, and shout out to Chris Storer. We had plans to go. He, he, he had to move some things around. So we had to substitute a different, we had to tap in Hollywood elite, ho another Hollywood elite, another guy who would show up in an Uber black, um, <laughs> Eric, yeah. Eric, but we, so because Eric Warheim, because Chris, uh, kind of secured the table, we were in the, I think that's considered the best table in Funky. Yeah, we were in the orchestra box. The booth, the booth right in front of the kitchen. We can see all the hot, tatted up guys with mustaches cutting peaches. I could peaches. hot the loogie, hit a sous chef right between <laughs> Quick, the fast. eyes. Quick, fast. Ding. Um, 
but it was a and I felt like because I'd been once to Funky before with Paulie, um, and we sat at the bar upstairs and it was a little more casual. This was like the full kind yeah. of funky experience, mm-hmm. and I have to say, I love it. <laughs> I love it. The food is good. The vibe is good. Like the. I just I like watching the kitchen in a non nerdy way. I just like the action kind of yeah of seeing it. Like I'm not like what are they doing, mm-hmm. but it's just nice to have that. Yeah, the ambiance is exciting. But I also want to talk about because I mentioned the art collection there before. But now that I've sat in the main dining room, mm-hmm. there's three Warhols, a Basquiat, a wall of Ed Ruscha. Um, there's a Christopher Wool at the Basquiat is a, a print, not an original. Well, I'm not sure. No, I I've I've sat next to it. Okay, but it's still an impressive collection. And, and oh yeah, for I, sure. I, it feels like it's from not, one. Besides, besides the the yellow neon sign, the art there is quite good. <sighs> Can't win them all. It's Can't still Beverly all. Hills. But yeah, the, it was just it it. I had a great time. Eric was great company, mm-hmm. but I just, it's, it's the same food as mother wolf, but it's, it's, I guess what I'm saying is the environment changes my level of enjoyment so much in a way that mm-hmm. I didn't realize it would. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a class system. Just like when you go on the airplane, like comfort plus costs a hundred dollars more and it's a hundred dollars better. Yeah. It's the people that you are having to breathe the air with are a hundred dollars less shitty and it's the same thing with with funky or any other restaurants like you know it's the same food every dish costs 10 bucks more and the people there are 10 bucks no happy to pay for it happy to pay for it and you know i will um alice roman commented on on eric's instagram like did chris eat carbs eating carbs if if i'm gonna go to funky i'm gonna eat the stuff that's why i'm there buy the ticket take the ride yeah if i'm gonna if, if this man and his denim suit wants to give me a delicious focaccia, fresh out of the oven. I get a five thirty res at Chili's. I'm getting the blossom. Exactly. It's the same. It's the same. It's the <laughs> I'm same. I'm not gonna thing. eat the whole thing. So you're saying you went to Chili's and you didn't get the bottomless chips and salsa? I don't believe right, you. Right, right, right. I don't the believe point? you. Go to go to cheesecake and and say no bread. Get, but, the, get the freak out. But of it here. was delicious. But it also the meal ended with you guys. Well, uh, first of all. Well, I mean, for we, uh, Eric brought a bottle of wine oh, that, that sent shockwaves through the dining room. So he brought a 2016 Le Le, Le Pergole Torte, L E space P E R G O L E T O R T E. Actually, I want to Google how much this shit costs. Eric Eric showed up in a, a beautiful Le Maire coat that I've looked at a few times, but he also had this little bag with him. That I believe was a temperature controlled wine carrying bag and a right. nice camel leather. Mm-hmm. And it housed this bottle of wine. Yeah, it looks like this is hitting for, it's like a $400 bottle. Okay. Three, 400. Well, wine searcher, it's ranging from 300 to 3,000. Mamma mia. Oh, damn. No, this is, yeah, no. There's some, some places this is going for over $2,000 a bottle. So, but basically, he brought this wine out. And the two sommeliers, like, were, were, they showed the bottle to them and they, like, came rushing down yeah. from upstairs. First of all, the sommeliers sommelier look like they were in high school, which I don't understand how that works. Well, this, this is what happens once you hit your 40s. Athletes start looking like 12 year olds, like, I like, thought, like I, professional I, athletes who, who could easily kick your ass. Or 22. 17, 18 year old athletes who could whoop your ass. They look like nine-year-olds. No, I know. And and also, uh, you know, you can grow up and get your psalm in whatever, five, six years. You could be 26 and be a psalm, I guess, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know about the psalm mutity, but... Oh, that's nice. You can be a psalm prodigy. But yeah, both both of the psalms came running like, down. Oh. And I just wanted to... I mean, wow. You guys brought this in. Like, I can't even get this. Like, this is like maybe the top three bottle of wine so you could sick. get right now. Where like, I was like, holy decant shit. it. <laughs> decant it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was amazing. And also, and they were so stoked on it. They were like, oh, we have a, Eric brought a 2016. They had a, a Magnum of 2019 upstairs that they had opened for a client. They brought a couple glasses down to do an AB comp on them. And, and both of us were like, oh yeah, the 2019. It's, get this piss out of here. It's, it's too disgusting. early. They didn't let it age enough. 
Yeah, if you want to open it three years early, you can, even if it's from a Magnum. Though nouveau riche and disgusting. Yeah, uh, but it was it was cool. To, I've I've never been in that situation where somebody. Yeah. I mean, Eric. I know Eric knows wine. He has a wine company, but you never really know with the, with the celeb types and the, and the wine. You know, so there's like a hundred basketball players with wine companies, and you know they don't know shit about wine. No, and, you know, I mean it's it's you know the chain smokers don't. They're not, you know, licking the agave at the Jaja factories. No, no, like, this is good. They're like, tastes I, good. I found it because I ask Eric a lot of questions about this whole thing, and he explained it in a really nice, easy. It's almost like when I ask you about electronic music, mm -hmm. the way that you explain it to mm -hmm. me is really palatable, and it's not demeaning or like talking down to me. You don't feel like a five-year-old when we're. It talking was very to you. similar when I was asking him these very basic questions. He would answer them in a very clear and pleasant way that helped me understand it, and would open the door for further questions mm. so i learned a lot i didn't i didn't just enjoy a corn pasta <sighs> that corn pasta was special so good though special yeah i mean and and eric's look inspired me to take a gander at the la mer collection he said it fit him and his large body size <laughs> he said a meal told me i could wear this <laughs> he's like no they make it for you i want to talk to emil when he comes on the podcast about this but he was telling the story about like the high end wine wine yeah. guy world, yeah, and like like going to Jay Z's for like the wine dick measuring contest thing, <laughs> and Emil showing up with the seven thousand dollar bottle of wine, and somebody acting like you know you brought like a pack of socks to a birthday party, like oh yeah, just put <laughs> it on the table over we'll there, put it over the table. <laughs> Be like, oh, oh, well, okay, so we're not gonna drink it now. You're just gonna drink it later. I think my calculations were off. So you're saying to, saying to me, Jay-Z gave the bottle to his cleaning lady. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, at least I got to enjoy the... I guess we could use this for one of my beef bourguignon braises <laughs> yeah. or something. Oh, you know what? Actually, if you go to the basement, that one door doesn't stay open. <laughs> Just put that bottle kind of in the corner. It'll keep the door open. I guess I could deglaze my lamb chops with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the wine world just seems... I mean, Eric, Eric seems deeply entrenched, and there were some great stories about going to these events, but it is like a world of like... It strikes me as a thing where some people are so deeply interested and they happen to be rich mm. and some people are rich and that's where the interest ends where it's like, all right, I bought enough watches. I bought enough cars. This seems like something I can get into. And there's also, I feel like with, wine, I don't like camping at burning man. There's like a, tr like there's like an element of like stock market. You know, I can buy this one and oh, sell yeah. this one and I store these and I sit on it's this. Gambling. It's, it's fun. Yeah. So I, I understand the appeal beyond like being like a, where were these grapes actually mm -hmm. harvested? You know, it's very similar to the art world. Totally, except we're like I don't even like this shit, but I buy they, and sell it. But they it and say trade with it. art, part of it, if you really like it, is you're like living with it. You know, because you get to look at it every day and it brings you happiness. Mm. Whereas I don't know if going down to my cellar and just looking at it would bring me the same as having the the Rocher wall. But maybe it does for some. Yeah, of course, of course. But also, you you can't drink art, you know. Um, I guess well, you could. I guess maybe you don't understand conceptual art. It don't but that's taste as good. <laughs> don't taste good. Speaking of drinking art, this paint doesn't taste good. <laughs> we were we skipped over a good moment. I think all of us skipped over a pretty interesting moment where Kanye West and his big mommy milker, quote unquote, wife staged a photo shoot where she sucked his dick on a pretty small shitty boat somewhere in Italy. So you're you think ten his, feet from shore? You think his fat ass dumper? was exposed because he was getting toppy from his quote-unquote wife. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, but I think it was a staged photo shoot. I think it was a staged photo I mean, there's videos of him sitting on a boat with his pants down and his wife on her knees in between his legs, and they're both looking around. I don't think, I don't think Dick ever touched lips, and I also think that... Based on what info? I mean, I don't think either. Maybe because it is... It, I think it was staged. a staged photo shoot. But I also think... This could be a fashion statement from Kanye West. Like, I think he's been wearing wild. Well, he's, he stopped wearing shoes. So maybe ass exposure is kind of the next wave of the Yeezy kingdom. I mean, I, I kind of like it because, you know, like uh, like Balenciaga or Vetmont, they have a lot of clothes where people would be like, oh, that's like what a homeless guy would wear. Yeah, exactly. Kind of thing, no, but right, it costs right. $8,000 and that's like the flex is like I'm, I'm dressed as a, an unhoused shouty. And I have so much more money than you. Is Kanye being 
is he giving unhoused? Because walking around with no shoes uh, and uh, shirt and trousers that don't fit and very well out. and your ass hanging out, that's classic Skid Row behavior. It's giving Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, I mean... But Kanye, look, Kanye's always three steps ahead. If I walk down to Soho next week, I'm going to see some kid's ass out. I know. Well, the that's, flick. that's the thing with Kanye, which is why he is art, is I look at that and any other celebrity, you would think like, oh, that's pathetic to stage a photo shoot where you're getting your dick sucked. But with Kanye, you're like, you're well, like what's he after? What's actually going on here? Like, is, it, is he doing this? No, like, is this performance art? It is. It is performance art. But also, it, it makes me sad because he's a he's a genius guy who should not have the time for this kind of stuff. Well, Jason. But just like every other genius, Elon Musk should not have the time to tweet all of his. Well, Jason, when you come out as an anti-Semite, your calendar frees up, you know, and, <laughs> and that's kind of that's what's happened to Kanye. And he's got he's got nothing but time to have his ass out. He's like, that well, beautiful polished wood in Venice. The last time I tried to do something, I put a bunch of uh, pieces of salmon on a table <laughs> and in, in a weird warehouse and invited a bunch of people to come over and eat it. And that didn't go so well. So maybe I'll just go to Italy, take my clothes off and yeah. be filleted. Yeah. Well, he knows that thick, you know, thick is in, you know, he's thick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's thick. But I mean, hopefully this was intentionally a fake photo shoot and he is after something on a, on a more grand scale because the photos really are, they're too good. They're art. They're too good to not be premeditated. No, it's no, I agree with you. And I, I, I usually don't because you're a conspiracy theorist, AI lover, and I don't believe in any of it. But in this case, I'm with you. And I, I, I like that he's, you know, a very wealthy person who would typically be on a yacht or a mega yacht, mm -hmm. especially in Italy. You know, you're zipping around Capri and you have a friend with a, a helipad on their boat. Like, of course. Like, I have not, like the boat that he was on, I've been to Italy twice and I've had the pleasure of being on boats a couple times and my broke ass was on much nicer boats than the one I don't think that, you're that understanding. Was on. That, that boat isn't as bad as you think it is. It's it like those. It's, are, it's not. It's those not a are bad very boat. expensive boats. I'm aware. I'm. I'm not saying it's a bad boat, but I'm saying like, why have? Why am I on nicer boats than Kanye West? Maybe you don't understand charm, and you don't understand. <laughs> you know, I, I. It's like that's exactly what a nouveau riche person would say. That's bigger boat, bigger boat, and it's not about big. It's not about size. Look it's about quality. Kanye and I can go head to head on our iPhone uh, photo page to see how many photos of clever shabby chic boats they have on the reel with fun names puns going on but no the i have the, thousands the classic that is a classic kind of italian like paul newman arriving to the venice film festival look boat. It, it, it's not it's not the polished wood chris craft for 300 thou that that was a more rough and ready well kind of a blue collar vessel i don't think it was you want to talk boats with me bitch? i don't want to i don't I'm from think huntington beach i know and you've never owned a boat in your life uh oh that's a terrible investment, <laughs> terrible investment. i would never i only rent it's i mean i don't even rent i don't boats suck like going on a boat sucks it's boring it's annoying people get seasick there's no Ian's point. listening to this right now boats are are very fun no no i would if ian wanted to take me out on his boat in south carolina i would do it because it'd be fun because he's the captain and i would get to like enjoy oh, it more so you just you just it's hard to find a captain that you like exactly <laughs> i trust ian he's a lifelong i just haven't met the right captain he's yet. a lifelong sailor i sure. trust him but like the time i've been on boats and it's like are right, you gonna sleep here it's like i'm not sleeping in this shit oh, i well, sleep in hotels that's a humble brag i've never been on a boat where you sleep it's disgusting don't do it i don't plan on it you couldn't fit anyway but it is kind of romantic to see the person who has the nice boat docked. Oh, it's a beautiful object. And you go live. Like it's a you go live on there for a weekend. But it's like surfing. I just don't get it. Right, right. Like right. I, I appreciate it as a thing that people love, and I understand. Like sailing, particularly, there's like an art form to it. And it's very difficult and like kind of beautiful to be mm -hmm. good at it because it's physical and like mentally challenging. I'm, I'm grateful that the sharks don't come into my house and eat them, which is why I don't come into their house. That's thank you, Peter Jason. Leave the ocean to them. You know what God invented? My two hands. We'll build a pool. Not a lot of room back here for one, but one day. A different. Uh, this will be my <laughs> next home. 
I wasn't talking about me. I'm just talking about humans in general. I see. I see. We are, we have the brain power to I build see. a a way to swim without going into the ocean, which is basically space. Yes. Yes. True. What's our what's our tennis score? All right. Benny boy's looking good still. Uh, all right, Ben. He lost the third set, but he's up two one in the fourth. So he's got, if he wins okay. this set, he takes it. So I think he I think he's got it. Damn. Okay. I'll, we're getting multiple texts while we're recording about Shelton like playing. I need to put. Show is telling us Al Wilmot's like he's killing. All right. Well, put the Olipop on ice. Put the Olipop on ice. How long gone? Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, if he wins, I'm going to go fucking ride my electric bike all over all over this. Jason, I'm going to hit so the fast. court. Pray that we don't get injured. Uh, I, back back in New York this week, we got some got some great pods on deck. Um, mm. And actually, this this month is pretty. So. This month is pretty motherfucking stacked. We're thick. We're thick. Okay, we're thick with pods. If you see Chris in New York Fashion Week, come say hi to him. Yeah, I'd love to see you. Give him a noogie. I'll be at the Ramoa party starring Central C turning up with my man. Oh, nice. It's going to be good. That's my, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to be just bopping around town. I mean, I'm jealous, you know. Uh, different strokes for different folks. Howlonggone.com is the website. Um, back with more podcasts soon. And uh, we're going to be announcing um, some shows uh, that will be coming up later in November and December very mm -hmm. soon. I'm very excited about those. Hitting some uh, major markets that you guys have been asking for. Yeah, and um, and we're a couple months out now from uh, from Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, that's right. There's probably a few tickets left, but they went pretty fast. So get those. Mm -hmm. um, It'll be cool. We're figuring it out. Uh, we did book a hotel. It has a tennis court on the roof. Oh yeah. Um, so it might have to take our rackets down under. I, I look forward to challenging Taika Waititi. Oh my God. to a game of Aussie Rules Tennis. <laughs> All right, how long gone? Thank you, guys. Later.